What'd you say? You will you give me some what? Are you gonna give me a grade A introduction for the ladies? You know. Welcome back to Ranking Things with Levi. This is one of the big ones. This one is myself and Peter Davis ranking Taco Bell items. Um, I've been very proud to, proud and ashamed to be honest, to have eaten every single item on the Taco Bell menu uh, and have been able to hold that claim for many years. So what happens is anytime something new comes out on the Taco Bell menu, then I have to go eat it. Um, so I, I do always enjoy Taco Bell, uh, and Peter found this out. We've known each other for a couple of years. Uh, Peter is, um, well, he will explain more, but he's basically a college student uh, <laughs> and a friend of mine. And he, uh, so he has, a, he has a much more traditional relationship with Taco Bell and less masochistic, I would say, like my own. Uh, but this is a really fun one. After Peter and I rank Taco Bell items, uh, we have Big Foe or Forrest Brinkerhoff back to do a hot sports take. Peter declined to do a hot sports take. I realized that we forgot to do the uh, plugging things uh, or, or shout outs. Uh, we didn't didn't get any plugs from Peter, uh, so that's too bad. Pete, you'll have to uh, you'll have to call back in with those. Still really excited about some episodes that are coming up soon. Uh, we've got some more big ones. Like like Taco Bell was in the wings for a while. I've been really looking forward to recording this. Uh, but really, some of the big heavy hitters are still uh, waiting to land. Uh, so we're looking forward to a lot of them. If, you, if there's something you want to rank, please let me know. Uh, but until then, this is Taco Bell with Peter Davis. We have Peter Davis, who is a friend of mine. I am used to saying a longtime friend of mine, but... Well, Peter, frankly, uh, we're at least 10 years apart, so you're a younger man. I'm, I'm just stuck in the Middle Ages, and uh, but you and I have a common bond over Taco Bell, so we are ranking Taco Bell. You are a college student. Um, I wish I was still a college student. Welcome to Ranking Things, Peter. Thank you, Levi. It's great to be on. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do top five Taco Bell items. Now we uh, we we've been we've been dancing around this topic for a while and deciding you know like current past you know there's there's been many great menu options at the Taco Bell. Um, uh, what what what's been your uh, just just lead up to to actually making your top five? What have been your your uh, preliminary thoughts? Uh, well, it's definitely consisted of probably too many Taco Bell runs around 11:30 at night. Mm. Uh, so, you know, pretty soon I'll be catching up to you weight-wise. So. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, Taco Bell. Um, what does Taco Bell make you feel like? Because to me, you know, I mean, Taco Bell's been around uh, from the beginning of time in my memory. Um, so I wanted to tell a story. I wanted to tell a story before we started. So I was a homeschooler uh, growing up, homeschooled child, and my mother uh, signed us up for a roller skating class. I think it was Wednesdays, Wednesdays or Thursdays from 11 to 12, which is just the most hilarious homeschooling experience ever. Like we would just, we would basically roller skate in a circle for an hour. And then that was our, that was our class. But the highlight for me was after roller skating class, we got to go to Taco Bell because the Taco Bell was very close to the, uh, to the skate lab or the uh, uh, Skate Land, Skate Land it was called. 
Um, and that began, I would say, that was the beginning of my Taco Bell story, was the uh, um, trying, you know, trying all the different menu items at the Skateland. Uh, what, what, how did you fall in love with Taco Bell at the beginning? Whew, what a question. Um, you know, honestly, it was love at first bite. <laughs> How dare you? How dare I? <laughs> no, you know, uh, it was, it was the family trip. There's a Taco Bell right, uh, right down the street from church. So after meeting, we'd head down. Oh, it'd be great. It was the pinnacle of, of, uh, culture in my opinion at, at the time, of course. I've I've grown, <laughs> so I'm not so stupid and naive now. But oh man, it was the peak. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we've chosen our top five items. Uh, this is an all-time list. So I don't have any. I think you can get everything that I have on my list currently. Mine's do you have zero. anything? Do you have? Yeah, okay. So we both we we both have a current top five. Um. Except for my worst. Do you want to start with the worst, or do you want to do honorable mentions and worst after we do our top five? Let's start with the worst. Okay. All right. You go ahead. You first. What was your worst menu item on Taco Bell? Because Taco Bell has gone through, by the way, a lot of variations. Because, I mean, I, I'd say it's at least eight, nine, ten, eleven years I've been bragging that I've had everything on the menu, which means when anything new on the menu comes out people text me or call me and they're like have you had this thing and it's like well i haven't yet but i will have it now so i've been through a lot of ups and downs with taco bell um do you still so subscribe is, to the newsletter <laughs> yes i have i got the newsletter uh i follow them on twitter facebook whatever everything that i need to do to get the latest taco bell news <laughs> I, i'm your man now uh what the so what's your worst uh, menu item you've had? Well, the worst thing I ever got at Taco Bell, it's, on the, it's still there, so if you can get it, uh, don't, but it's the, <laughs> it's on the dollar cravings menu. It is the cheesy roll-up. Oh, bad, uh, yeah. The, the thing with the cheesy roll-up, the first time I ever had it, I was with uh, my cousin Jeremy O'Neill, and we decided we would go to Taco Bell and get one of everything on the dollar menu as like a challenge. And we uh, can we go there, and it's maybe, you know, midnight, and we're running through the drive-thru, or we're driving through the drive-thru, and we order two of each because, you know, we both want well, there's them. there's two of you. There's two, two of, of us. Yeah. So we go up and we say, can we get a two of everything on the dollar menu? And then the lady was just like, really? <laughs> and just like, yeah. And so we get it. And maybe it was just the timing because it was definitely late, you know, uh, going down the, the the items we had. It was one of the last ones we had to shovel down, and it was just terrible. Uh, Think uh, of well, – so it's for those of you who are unaware of what a cheesy roll-up is – Think of Which is a, probably everybody. That, I mean, uh, that, that is probably everybody. Everybody, yeah. So you get a <laughs> tortilla, and you sprinkle some uh, shredded cheese, and you roll it up like a blunt and microwave it for five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty much it. 
And it's really just the worst thing you can ever do. <laughs> so uh, the cheese roll-up is bad. I had it. I had to have it one time. Um, <laughs> and it was uh, a mistake. Um, my worst thing I ever had was, well, Taco Bell recently has gotten to, gotten into French fries um, and, like, nacho fries. And they have, like, potatoes, essentially, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. They're not fried. They're not. They're not actually deep fried French fries. Um, they're awful. They made a. They've done like a nacho fries bel grande. I think it's terrible. Um, it's a. It's a huge mistake. And and if you have been a fan as long as I have, you've noticed that like Taco Bell will introduce like a single menu item, like the jala, like the jalapeno, and then every single thing has jalapenos on it. And currently, they're doing like every single thing has has fries on it <laughs> and it's awful. Um, I think for the, I mean, in this, in this case, like, like, like nacho cheese or queso has kind of stuck around for a while, mm-hmm. um, which I think we'll get in, we'll get to in my top five. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, uh, you know, some of these other like new menu items, cause like Taco Bell is really just lettuce. I mean, y- your base is like, a uh, just a plain lettuce, lettuce. and beef. Lettuce, cheese, and whatever the beef is, right, and a tortilla, <laughs> in different forms. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, since then it's, they've just been variating. They've been the only the only variations have been a new, uh, like a new a single new ingredient, and then all the different forms they can make out of that ingredient. But anyways, anything with French fries is the worst, in my opinion. All right. Do you have any uh, before we get into the top five? Any honorable mentions? Anything? that you did not include in your top five you want to cover? Yeah, there's there's a uh there's two that I was really between. I'm a big fan of the cravings menu. Uh mainly because everything is one dollar and you just mm. can't beat that. <laughs> it's pretty hard to beat. Um but the mini chicken quesadilla on the dollar menu is okay. top notch. Bang for your buck. And a uh, spicy potato soft taco, and you were just you were just ripping apart the potatoes, but I think it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, this has been a disagreement of ours for a long time, but I'm not a fan of any potatoes in Taco Bell at all. But I mean, it, you know, maybe maybe it's the difference in our generations. You know, <laughs> whatever whatever your generation is called, it could be like the potatoes are okay in Taco Bell generation. And, <laughs> That's a trademark, like yeah. And mine is like the no potatoes and Taco Bell generation. Um, yeah, I mean, well, well, you know what? This is, I'm going to use this as a uh, uh, my honorable mention is a double darker taco. I didn't include it. Super delicious. Um, we're skipping it because I want to get to my number five, which is the breakfast quesadilla. Now, in my number five, uh, all quesadillas at Taco Bell to me are underrated, including. Uh, you had the mini uh, chicken quesadilla as your honorable mention. That that is a bang for your buck, incredible item. Um, and the breakfast quesadilla, if you need a breakfast, if 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 you find your, you know, if the road finds you, <laughs> that you're at Taco Bell for breakfast, my advice is the breakfast quesadilla. Um, super delicious. Really, really at that point, just a uh, carrier for whatever sauce, uh, whatever hot sauce you ordered. 
But yeah, that, that's my number five. So what's your number five? Uh, my number five, five, I have the Cheesy Gordita Crunch. Okay. Uh, I think it's delicious. It's basically, you know, I think it's very similar to the Double Dagger Taco, except instead of just a normal soft tortilla on the outside, it's just, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just this fluffy, wonderful, like, centimeter thick tortilla. <laughs> mm. And, yeah. oh, it just melts in your mouth. Yeah, slightly different. I mean, if you remember when the gordita came out and then the chalupa. Now, what's most, the, the, the uh, what's to remember about the gordita launch was that that was really when the, um, uh, the little dog, um, crap, the, uh, the Taco Bell dog. The Chihuahua. Yeah, the Taco Bell dog. The Chihuahua. That he is the guy that launched the gordita, uh, and then w- the, the, then its fried cousin, which was the chalupa, right? Because mm-hmm. that's the same item, just they treated it with a deep fryer. Um, so yeah, the gordita crunch was the. Uh, it's kind of like the adult version of the double darker taco. That's your number five. Mm-hmm. My number four is a new item, the quesarito. I can't avoid it as much as I want to. <laughs> Every time I get to the drive through menu, I end up ordering a quesarito. I mean, I love the nacho cheese. It it, it, it still is like $3. I mean, it was like a dollar when it launched, but man, it's good. I mean, it's so good. Like the, the quesarito, I get the chicken one normally, um, like a double layer... Um, Tortilla, way too many calories. Um, <laughs> Quesarito is definitely a problem for my current physique, but uh, man, it's delicious. <laughs> yeah, That's man. my number four. What is what is your number four? My number four, I actually have one of their desserts. Uh, Cinnabon Delights are my number four. You get them. They're pretty pricey. It's about $1.49 for two. Mm-hmm. Uh but sometimes you just got to dish out. You just got to go yeah. all in. And it's just, you put it the whole thing in your mouth, it just melts. Oh. Mm. So we've oh. had, I mean, we've, <laughs> talked, we've talked about this before, that I'm not a Cinnabon Delights person. But I was recently um, on the road with my parents, mm-hmm. uh, Jeff and Kelly Delano, and my mom, I didn't know, is a huge Cinnabon Delights fan. <laughs> so, Mom, if you're listening... This is uh, this is for you, that uh, you're not the only one who uh, who really cares about the Cinnabon delights. So, yeah, not a, I'm, I'm never a dessert guy under any circumstance for any any restaurant, fine or 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 super fine like Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I'm not really here for the desserts. Um, so that was your number four. Your number four was the Cinnabon delights. Mine was the Quesarito. What is your number three? My number three, I have the Crunchwrap Supreme. Ooh. Ooh. We're getting into the entrees here. Yeah, Crunchwrap Supreme is so good. Uh, You know, I think the number, my top three are all somewhat interchangeable. You know, I had a tough time ranking them, but I'm feeling confident. Um, Oh, yeah, tight race. Um, But, yeah, Crunchwrap Supreme is just Mm. so good. Man, really, you know, it's just, uh, uh, I, I feel like tacos, burritos, you know, Taco Bell's menu in general pretty much prides itself on portability, you know, just yeah. eating while you're driving pretty much. Right. Uh, 
but Crunchwrap Supreme takes it to a new level. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of the Crunchwrap Supreme and I, or the Crunchwrap, and I did not include it. Now, one of the best things that ever happened to Taco Bell was they had a spicy chicken Crunchwrap, mm. which hasn't existed for years, and you can't order it. Um, they won't know what to do with it. Uh, the the Crunchwrap, I could have included it at number four or number five. It's not in my top five, but it is a great item. A great item. And um, I think the issue is is that it, that is all you can get. Like, that is a full meal, the Crunchwrap. The crunch in my opinion. I mean, you might get another, you know, an appetizer or a dessert, but uh, that really is an entree, the Crunchwrap. Um, my number three is the Chalupa. I only ever I only ever order a chalupa with with the, with the normal beef, um, so that's a fried gordita, essentially. Um, it's it, it, it's a fancier taco, essentially. Um, love it. It's been one of my staples for a very long time. Um, the chalupa has had lots of different fillings, but I really stick to the beef. That's uh that's my number three, a chalupa. What is your number two? My number two, I uh, actually hadn't had it for a really long time. And the other night, I was doing some research. And so I headed up to Taco Bell on my way home from school. And I picked up a Mexican pizza. Mm. And I scoffed at the Mexican pizza for a long time because it just seemed like, you know, whoever thought of the idea was just high out of their mind. But maybe there's some merit to that because it is delicious. (laughs) So the Mexican pizza to me is very good. And again, not in my top five, but it's a commitment when you eat it as far as mess. Oh, yeah, big time. It's a fork and knife meal. A Mexican pizza is a fork and knife or a sit-down, multiple fingers, filthy. (laughs) But delicious. I mean, I'm 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 not arguing it's not delicious, but yeah. Um, my number two is the Mexamelt. So this is a deep cut. I'm very proud of the Mexamelt. It's always in my order. It's always in my order. Because that's the, I mean, really, we haven't, we should have started this at the top. We should, have, we should have said this at the top, that the beauty of Taco Bell is that you can order, you know, two to three to four items, and that's your meal, right? You don't just order a burger, right? You, you don't order a combination. You order multiple things. And that's why when you're, you know, when you suffer from, from uh, FOMO, like me, uh, Taco Bell. Taco Bell is the greatest restaurant because I can have all the things I want, right? And then I'm still full. Yes, I still am full of self-loathing at the end, but <laughs> but I know that I got all the things I wanted, right? Well, the Mexamel. It was a menu item in in the uh, late '90s, early 2000s. They can still make it. It's essentially the uh, soft taco shell, the basic beef. And then the uh, salsa fresco, which is essentially just cilantro, onions, tomato. And then they throw it in the steamer. Oh, and, and cheese, the cheese mix. They throw it in the steamer, and it comes out. Um, it's a quick two, three bites for me. It's a beautiful little, essentially a soft taco. It's not on the menu. No menu will will have it, but every I've, I haven't been to a Taco Bell that's been like, I don't know what the Mexamelt is. Like, they know what it is. And... Um, so, you know, I get a kick out of ordering off the menu or ordering a little uh, old school. It's delicious. It's delicious. And uh, yeah. it's a perfect, it's perfect starter or ender, you know, starter or finisher, <laughs> I guess, to your meal. 
Love it. So, yeah, my number two is the next one. I have to really strongly disagree with you. <laughs> All right, that's fine. That's fine. Bring it. I, I, uh, well, I remember a couple of years ago when I, when I think we first started bonding over our love for Taco Bell. <laughs> uh-huh. I asked you because I know, I knew at the time that you had had everything on the menu. <laughs> every, every item on the menu. It's one of my, you know, it's on like my resume. Levi, I'm here. What do I get? And he said, oh, the Mexamelt, it's the best thing. And I, so I ordered it. And this was a couple of years ago. They actually still had it on the menu. It was just a tiny, uh, you know, tiny font in the, right in the middle, easy to look over. And I found it and I ordered it. And I may as well call it the Mess because it was just mm. like a soggy tortilla. Maybe it was me. Maybe I'm an anomaly, but it was I mean, just I a think soggy you- tortilla. Uh, <laughs> You know, basically just a soft taco, but also like more expensive than normal <laughs> soft taco. It, it is the soft taco steamed, and then you got to just throw it down your throw it down your throat as fast <laughs> as you can, basically. Because you're right, you're right. I mean, I would say the the mess is uh, a worthy critique because you because yeah, it will it will run down your hand as fast as it runs down runs down your throat if you don't get it uh, get it in there as fast as you can. So what I'm thinking here, Levi, is the uh, the steams. Taco, the steamed Mexamelt is kind of like the Taco Bell equivalent of Joey Chestnut dipping his hot dogs in water so they slide <laughs> down his gullet a little easier. Is that <laughs> what I'm getting at here? <laughs> I mean, so I think it's I think it's delicious. I think it tastes delicious. I mean, I, I, I really do. That's why I like it. I mean, I think uh, it's it's unique. Melty cheese, uh, the salsa fresco, which is that uh, like pico de gallo imitation. I I I'm I'm gonna keep ordering it until the, until someone tells me to to, to stop because I I love the Mexican. I'm All surprised right. it's not my Each number one. Own. <laughs> but uh, I, but but I but I realized when I was making this list that it is not my number one. There is an item, which we'll get to, which is more delicious than the Mexican. What is your number one? My number one, I think, is the peak, the pinnacle of fast food combinations, junk food. Uh, collaborations of all time. I can't. Is, I can't. I can't believe it. There's no the way. Doritos Locos Taco. No way. <laughs> no way. That is my number. That's my number one too. Yeah. That can't be. That can't be real. That cannot be. Listen, for anyone who was listening, we did not plan this. Uh, we don't share notes. That is that. That's amazing. That's my number one too. The Doritos Locos Taco. All right, you talk first. All right, the Doritos Locos Taco is the best thing, not only at Taco Bell, uh, I would argue it's one of the best things at any fast food restaurant. Ever. Um, Restaurant, period, really. (laughs) (laughs) So the thing about it, uh, you know, the the one con is that it's ruined normal Doritos for me because any time I eat a Dorito, I just automatically think, you know what would make this better is if it was a taco. (laughs) And just what the heck kind of thinking is that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, no. Uh, the Judas Lukasako, I'm so happy it happened. I love the fire one. I mean, the fiery, the fire one's my only, the only one I order. Mm-hmm. Um, super delicious. It To me, it made the hard taco interesting. And, like, so I always order a Judas Locos and a Mexi-Melt and then whatever the other thing is that I'm going to get. So that's what again why I love about what I love about Taco Bell is you can order three four things and you still hate yourself at the end, but 
you know, you diversified your opinions, you know, and <laughs> that's that's what I'm really into. Um, <laughs> the, uh, you know, a, a, a couple more excuses. So, but the Doritos Locos Taco, oh, man, so good. It first started, now, it, it came out at the same time when pickled jalapenos were also a thing. So they had a quesarito with jalapenos, they had the seven-layer burrito with jalapenos, and they had a Doritos Locos Taco with jalapenos. And that is the finest moment that Taco Bell ever had. Now I'm a big, I'm a big like spicy food fan. I don't know why they quit having jalapenos, but man, that was a wonderful time. Um, but yeah, now we have the fire Doritos Locos Taco, which is really hard to beat. Um, I had one. I, I had one in the last two weeks. I have one every week or two. I mean, it's just it's just a beautiful item. There's a single item you can get snack, making a meal with a couple other items. Yeah, it really is. Uh, it's Taco Bell leaning into what Taco Bell is, just recognizing itself. It's a self-actualization of Taco Bell. Uh, <laughs> it's it's just Taco Bell entering a new stratosphere of what it is. And, I think uh, what it is, it goes beyond the scope of Taco Bell. It, true. It embraces Americanized uh, ethnic food, you know, <laughs> yeah. Americanized Mexican food, Americanized Chinese food, whatever it is. This is just like so meta it just knows what it is it says you know what this isn't mexican food this is taco bell you like doritos you like taco bell put them together and just have the best culinary experience of your life yeah yeah what we are is junk food and (laughs) what we are is like msg trash and that's that's what's happening and that is what it is so yeah, that's hilarious. I, I, we had no idea. We both have that as number one. Yeah, so that should tell you, anyone who does not eat Taco Bell enough in your life, the can't-miss item is the Doritos Locos Taco. Just it's grab the one of those. gateway into Taco Bell, I think. Just it's whatever the gateway and the peak. Yeah, it's the, it's the beginning. <laughs> it's the Alpha and the Omega. Just <laughs> whatever you're going to get at Taco Bell, you have to get a Doritos Locos Taco. Beautiful. Wow. Could not have expected that ending that we both had. That amazing, time. perfect. Um, <laughs> we already did our album mentions. We did our worst. So let's go five to one. You first. I'll go second. What's your What's your uh, top five Taco Bell items? Number five to number one. All right. At number five, I have the cheesy gordita crunch. Uh, number four, I have the Cinnabon delights. Delicious uh, dessert. You know, sweet. Nice. It's a nice change of pace. Number three. Have the Crunchwrap Supreme. Can't go wrong. Uh, number two, the Mexican pizza. You better be sitting down for that one. And at number one, <laughs> and at number one, the Doritos Locos Taco. Cool ranch, nacho cheese, fire, whatever it is. It's all good. So my number five was the breakfast quesadilla, but really any quesadilla, shredded chicken, spiced chicken, whatever. Number four was a quesadilla of any kind. Number three, chalupa, but I I swear by only chalupa, only the chalupa with the uh, with the basic beef, the normal one. Number two is a Mexi melt off the menu, but the OG is no. And then my number one was the Doritos Locos Taco as well. I swear by only the fire one, um, but in, yeah, the fire Doritos Locos Taco is uh, the pinnacle. All right, that's it. That was the uh, top five Taco Bell items with Peter Davis. So we're gonna go into what are you eating? Which is funny after we do a food list, but what are you eating? What are you eating lately? Well, admittedly, this week uh, I was doing my fair share of research, 
So <laughs> there's some Taco Bell receipts in my car. Um, but other than that, uh, here at the Robito household in Connecticut, uh, we have weekly Peter nights where I make dinner. Mm. And, uh, and man, oh, man, let me tell you, the other night <clears throat> I made some Nothing fancy on them, just salt, pepper, you know, the works. Mm-hmm. Uh, seared them, flipped them, roasted them in the oven. And then I made a uh, shallot white wine pan sauce. Hello. Where you dice up a shallot, and you take it, you get the pan from the chicken, you remove the chicken, you leave the fondant, throw the shallots in. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. You just said you just said you leave the fond in there. Oh yeah, that's the uh, that's all the brown bits from the chicken. I'm googling right now fond definition. Um, the brown bits, which is the leftover piece of the chicken. Mhm. Okay, I believe you. All right. <laughs> I watch a lot of uh, cooking YouTube videos. Let me tell you what. So so you leave the fond in there. You leave that. You throw in some diced shallots. Mm -hmm. Uh, You pour in a a bit of chicken broth. Hello. Some white wine. Um, Some butter. A lot of butter because butter is delicious. Butter Uh, is good. Lemon juice, salt, pepper, herbs. Mm. Reduce Mm -hmm. it. Put it on. Put it on the chicken. Can't be beat. It takes about 30 minutes to make altogether. Roast some veggies. Mm. Mm. A plus meal. Well, there you go. So, you, so that was that was your contribution. That's Peter Knight. That's Peter Knight. <laughs> Peter Knight. <laughs> All are welcome, but bring your own food because no, I think you. Actually... <laughs> <laughs> so you had a cutout right at the beginning, but that was that was chicken thighs. You said chicken thighs. Gorgeous. Mm. So I'm eating uh, ham and Swiss uh, sandwiches or omelets. So essentially I bought a package of ham and a ha- package of Swiss a couple days ago. Uh, I've been making omelets and sandwiches out of it, just that beautiful combo. I don't know uh, what the – I mean, I should know I mean, I, what, what the French phrase is for it. Um, I think it's like Lorraine, whatever that's a uh, uh, Swiss and ham. Hopefully I'm correct when I say that. Um, <laughs> But super good. Um, just ham and with anything, ham and with everything, mustard on that. That's what we're all talking about. So mm. uh, that's what I'm eating lately is just anything with ham and Swiss on it. Uh, <laughs> what is your what is your parent corner? Now, so you are not a father. Um, no, I am not. But, <laughs> but as previously mentioned, you live with the Robodos and they have two babies. They uh, do. Hit me, hit me with your parent corner story. All right, here we go. Uh, so the other day, Thursday, last Thursday, I was babysitting, mm-hmm. uh, babysitting all day, and uh, Theodore. All day. Got, what's 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 all day mean? Like, like literally all day? Is that what I mean? Uh, about ten a.m. to five. Okay. So like, you know, all day, all day work day. <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah. So so I was babysitting, and uh, Theodore, who's about two years old. So we got him a happy meal for lunch because, you know, kids got to eat. <laughs> yep. And um, and so I was holding sleeping Sebastian. He was about he's eight, nine months old. And so he was sleeping. And Theodore reaches into his happy meal box 
and she grabs barbecue sauce, and he's all happy about it. He said, my happy meal, and he hoisted it in the air above his head. But what I didn't know was that as he grabbed it, he was so excited that he just put his fingers right through uh, the plastic, right through the cover of the barbecue sauce pack from McDonald's, and holds it over his head, and then it just all drips over him. Uh, And there was just barbecue sauce just dousing his head. Uh, And it was so funny. So I was holding sleeping Sebastian, so I couldn't even get up. I couldn't do much. Otherwise, I was going to wake the other baby. And so I was like, "Uh, let me take a picture of you because this is funny. (laughs) And he was so excited, and he smelled amazing the rest Mm -hmm. of the day. (laughs) So uh, this is my advice to you, Levi, is make sure you bathe Pippa in barbecue sauce (laughs) at least once in a while because there's no better scent. (laughs) That's your parenting advice? Than a baby just covered in McDonald's barbecue sauce. That sounds like both a really good and really bad idea. Yeah, you know. Uh, uh, not my, my baby, so. <laughs> yeah, not, <laughs> my, uh, my parent corner is that all of a sudden, recently, Pippa has been fighting bedtime. So she doesn't want to go to bed uh, when we're awake. She has turned out, you know, for some reason to be a FOMA baby, just fear of missing out. <laughs> she does not want to be the only one to sleep. Uh, when mom and dad are hanging out, or especially if you have people over, which I don't know where that comes from. I mean, Jess and I are like the most calmest, like super relaxed, love bedtime people. So I don't know, <laughs> like, I don't know what that even means. Like she should, I mean, I don't, it doesn't even make sense, which, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so basically we got what we, what, what, uh, what we deserved with, uh, with the baby that, uh, like cannot handle anybody being over or anything happening if she's, if she's asleep. So. <laughs> so that's basically parent corner. Uh, it's just been a, it's just gotten rough, rough, which I think is fine about about babies or kids. I mean, I've only got one, and I'm not I don't have the most experience. But you basically can't predict. You can't predict what's going to happen next. Uh, they right. basically are always switching it up. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, that's that's Pippa's current plan is basically uh, wrecking us. So. <laughs> you know, once once she uh, once she learns how good Taco Bell is, then maybe I can ply her with uh, with that. <laughs> but yeah, well, this with sleep with a Doritos Locos taco. <laughs> <laughs> Have this taco and be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Peter. This was super great. Uh, thanks for uh, staying late on East Coast time and doing this with me. Absolutely, um, Taco Bell. I'm happy we we really figured it out. And so anyone who hasn't had Taco Bell, you really got to hit the, at least get a Doritos Locos. I mean, we obviously agree on that one. So. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it is nightmare. currently 12:45 on East Coast time, and I am looking up if Taco Bell is open <laughs> till 1 a.m. <laughs> so so I am salivating. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Peter. Have a good one. You too. Thanks again to Peter, and now here is Big Foe with a hot sports take. Okay, I'm going to welcome back to the show my dear friend Forrest Brinkerhoff. He, uh, we're, we're doing just a hot sports take today for this, uh, tonight for the show. Um, Forrest, how you doing? I'm doing 
good. Thanks. Happy to be back. So we decided to, so we're, we're recording this on Valentine's Day, February 14th, and we decided to make our kind of formal NBA Finals predictions. So we're just predicting the final. I guess we'll, we'll obviously guys predict the winner, but uh, I'm caring about what two teams we pick into the final. Um, this is All-Star Weekend, so I think this is a good time. It's, they always say it's like the half point of the season, but it's not, right? It's like I think the Lakers have like yeah. four games left. Like the 65% marker or something. Yeah. But um, so the the best, you know, the good teams I think are pretty well set up. I'm definitely compelled, uh, very, obviously as a Laker fan, very interested in the end of the season, um, you know, to see because there's kind of, Bill, there's. To see if the, you can make it. Yeah, see if we can even make it, you know, and see if the Clippers will fall out, um, or the you know, or the Kings because the Kings are ahead of us. Um, what's the fourth team? The Clippers, Kings, Spurs, Lakers, all kind of in there for uh, for the last yeah. spots. And then I I saw today the Mavs are only two games behind the Lakers, so and they're not they actually don't have a pick. I saw I uh, read in the draft, so there's no reason for them to lose games. So. Yeah, it's going to be tough for them to make up on the Clips because they're five behind the Clippers with only 25 to go. Yeah, we'll see. It's it, it's a lot to figure out what the Clippers are going to do. I mean, like, they made so many trades here, but I don't actually think they got, like, worse this year. So, yeah, even though they yeah, are Yeah, they of traded future. their best player, and they still have good players, so who knows. I think yeah. they might make the playoffs, but I wouldn't put my money on them making the playoffs. But anyways, I don't think even if the Lakers make it or whoever makes it in the bottom of the West, uh, obviously that eighth eighth spot is pretty much to play the Warriors. So not really not really talking about finals contenders here. Um, no. Do we both do we both agree? I think we both agree that the Warriors would be our pick in the West. It's pretty much the safest, right? Yes, one hundred percent. They seem a lot more focused with Boogie Cousins, so. Uh, so yeah, that that. But now let's just for fun. Now we, we both are saying we're picking the Warriors. Who, if if someone else was going to make it, who's your pick? Out of the West. In the West. Out of the West, yeah. Um, let's see. So I'm I I'm not a believer in the Nuggets because they're my secret team. That if the Clippers could play one, I, that's who I hope they draw because I think they could have a a chance to cross right. them whoever, off. Whoever gets to the seven seed gets them. Right, which is yeah. Unless, yeah, of see. course, they fall a little bit, which is possible, I guess. Right. I'd love to see Portland be the team, but they're not good enough. I guess I'll probably just—I'd have to go with Oklahoma City. I think. Yeah, that's my say. That'd be, that's what I would say too. Um, I think uh, they're really—I don't know—they look—they look good. I don't—I don't know what to say. It. Uh, and Paul George is probably the MVP. I would say, um, even over yeah. Harden. Um, I, well, I think I like Giannis for MVP. I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll be the Warriors. There's not really like a. We're just kind of playing games, but trying to pick another team. Um, okay, so the East is the harder one, and especially after the trade deadline, basically every team got better except for the Celtics. But I heard uh, someone say, one of the Ringer guys was saying that uh, if Gordon Hayward plays well. That's kind of their improvement because he hasn't played well at all. Um, yeah, it's probably Homer Bill Simmons somehow coming up with another Homer day to celebrate <laughs> his 
It wasn't it wasn't him. It was the Kevin O'Connor guy that said that. Um, uh, he's from Boston. Oh, is he? Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> but who's your pick? So you, you, picking out of these, that's the hard part. Um, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? I've got I've got one. I'm ready. I'll let you go first. Okay, I am picking. We already talked about Giannis. I am officially picking the Bucks because oh, I wow. think Giannis. I think Bucks in the finals. I know it's crazy, but to me, it kind of came down to I don't actually trust the Celtics. I think Kyrie is kind of exploding them. I think they lose to any of the other three teams, which is Philadelphia, Toronto, or the Bucks um, in a series against any of those teams. But even though that's the best coach, and I think. Budenholzer, the coach of the Bucks, is kind of best player, best coach. Um, everyone else knows their role. Like that team knows exactly what they're doing. And I think you know it's, it's hard to pick because we've had there's not again not a clear favorite, but I don't trust the Raptors um, in a seven game series. And I think that Budenholzer guy is the best coach. So that's it. My official pick was the Bucks. So my finals pick is the Warriors versus the Bucks. What about you? All right, so I think you texted me a couple of days ago about what we wanted to pick, and I've been thinking, and it's just so so hard. I've been thinking, I think it's matchup-based. For, like, for some reason, the Celtics own the 76ers, so if they somehow play, I will take the Celtics to beat the 76ers, but that doesn't mean the 76ers can't make it because I think they could. They have a really good team, but I just think it's a little bit too early for them to mesh, so I'm going to... I think I'm going to say no to the 76ers, but let me get back to it after I talk myself through this. <laughs> Bucks are a really good team. They have the best player in the East, but then they have a steep drop-off to their second-best player, whereas I would say, for instance, the, the Celtics might not, or not the Celtics, the 76ers wouldn't have the best player. I think it's Giannis, but then they'd have like the next four best players. And then the Celtics, I think... They would have like the next two best players over the Bucks, maybe even three. And the Raptors, I think Kawhi is very good and almost as good as Giannis, but he's not as good. Right. And then they got Gasol and they have Lowry, so it's just like it's super exciting because I just think any of the teams could make it, and that's not always so true in the NBA. Right. So I'm trying to. I'm thinking here. I've been thinking about it a lot, and I think I'm going to go because purely because I need the Raptors to lose so that the Clippers can get Kawhi. I think I'm actually going to roll with the Celtics to make the finals versus the Warriors. Wow. So I already said that I think they're my least favorite. Um, I don't think they pull it together. Uh, yeah, they're talented. Kyrie is good. Um, I would say the Bucks are so like you were saying best like the next best player and really it comes down to like Eric Bledsoe and how good he is in the, in the playoffs uh like Chris Middleton is probably gonna make a lot of money he's good Robert Covington's good oh Covington's not that he's on the uh Wolves but um you uh I was thinking of who's the uh the twin um Lopez Morris uh Lopez is there oh. And he's playing well, That's and it just it kind of comes down to Bledsoe, like whether he is, uh, like what he does, and then what he can do against Kyrie and Lowry and Ben Simmons, right? The other point guards on those yeah. other teams. 
how he plays is going to be uh, critical. And then, like you're saying, that second score. I think Chris Middleton can be the second scorer because, you know, if a team doubles Giannis or tries to take Giannis out of a game. Um, but I just trust the coach. I think coaching matters in the seven games, like the adjustments that people make. And yeah, definitely. That's, so, if, if, so if I don't believe in the Celtics, then I, I end up with the uh, – with the Bucks, but uh, but I mean, if you believe in Celtics, that's the best coach. So, yeah, I mean, here's the thing: the Celtics, I I just feel very confident they play the 76ers because they just beat them the other day without Kyrie again after they beat him in the playoffs without right. Kyrie. So I just feel confident. That's why I'm kind of more. I have to see how the the seeds end up at the end of the year because I feel like I would definitely pick the Celtics to win there. But I don't know. The Raptors are pretty good. I think they might. They might surprise us. I don't think the 76ers will be the team just because they have to figure out in 20 games pretty much how everyone works. To share the ball. That's the thing is there's going to be something like I feel like this answer might be clear when the playoffs actually start because um, there's a bunch of poss- there's like a bunch of possibilities, right? I think the Bucks are the best team right now, which is really why I'm picking them. But Marcus All could really change the rap like these 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 trades could really affect like Marcus Hall could really change the Raptors the Celtics could figure it out in the next 20 games um and the Sixers can figure it out you know like the like yeah uh, figure out how to balance so if it's next year I'm rolling 76ers for sure but the one thing that worries me about the Raptors is there's kind of this whole thing if they don't make the finals Kawhi might leave stuff and that might they might get hit with the pressure of that and collapse yeah yeah i don't know it's a tough one and that coat and uh, nick nurse i got no idea i uh yeah just don't trust it um so yeah know who right. nur- nick nurse is in a crowd at all so <laughs> yeah no idea so uh all right so you, your your official pick is the celtics though so celtics i think celtics. yeah i think i feel okay about the celtics i haven't played great this year but i just feel like they pretty much Almost beat LeBron last year without, and they in a in a way yeah. they should have without without Kyrie Irving. I think along the lines here, they're gonna going to uh, figure it out. Um, I saw something on Twitter about Celtics versus Sixers. It was was it two nights ago they played. Um, basically, Al Horford owns Embiid, and how he does it is Embiid averages like twelve free throws a game, but against the Celtics, he averages three, and it's just Horford doesn't foul him, like he he defends yeah. him without without fouling him. That's pretty interesting. And then uh, and uh, and that is a huge difference in the game. But well, I was saying that because I was thinking the most fun the series I would want to watch the most in the finals would be Warriors Sixers because I think Embiid would just eat like he would destroy he would he is the answer like he's the answer against them. I guess I guess it would depend on how how good of defense boogie plays but that would be I, yeah I 100% if I had I would be with you I want to see Warriors were 76 or just because there would be insane talent on the on the court like right probably the, the st- two overall most talented teams would be yeah the starting five star yeah anyways it should be fun it should be a fun run uh, here at the end like we talked about the bottom of the west is interesting um, see figure out a team comes out of the east and uh i guess see if anybody beats the warriors yeah good. i mean it would be nice but maybe next year 
Kevin Durant leaves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens over the summer. Well, thanks, Forrest. That was fun. You have any other uh, uh, I, any parting shots? Yeah, you, go for it. Is this gonna you know drop in March at some point? Well, I'm hoping, I'm hoping to publish this weekend. I'm because I'm just trying to recruit for one more spot in my fantasy baseball league, which you also oh, okay. play in. So, all right, if you guys want to play with us? You know, yeah, sounds good. Yeah. And NL only. NL only fantasy baseball league. We need one. Uh, will one give us eight or one give us ten? Ten. Eight. One would okay, so yeah. No, ten. We need one more. We have one more for ten. One more for so ten. yeah. Any uh, diehard sports fan that's not in our league and has stayed till the end of this podcast, please let us know. Yeah. <laughs> love to have you. All right, man. Have a good night. All right. Take care.